Welcome to the Midweek Pause, brought to you by Columbiana Hub. I'm Joe Bartow, the Hub's co-leader. Let's take a moment and invite the Holy Spirit into our space. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, help us to recognize that whoever drinks from the water that you will give will never be thirsty again. The water that you give will become in those who drink it a spring of water that bubbles up into eternal life. Blessed are you, O Lord, who gives us water that will never dry out. Amen. Today's scripture is taken from John, chapter 4, verses 3 through 28 and 39 through 42. Jesus and his disciples left Judea and returned to Galilee. The trip took them through Samaria. After a time, they came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. And Jesus, tired from a long walk, sat down beside the well for a rest. The disciples ventured off to look for provisions. It was about noon, and before long, a Samaritan woman came to the well to draw water. Jesus said to her, Would you please draw some water for me and give me a drink? The woman was quite surprised, for Jews usually refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She replied, I can't believe that you, a Jew, would even speak to me, much less ask me for a drink of water. Jesus said, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you're speaking to, because if you did, you would ask me and I would give you living water. She replied, sir, you sit by this deep well, a thirsty man without a bucket in sight. Where would you get this living water? Do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob, who labored long and hard to dig and maintain this well? so that he would have clean water to share with his sons and daughters, his grandchildren and his livestock. How can you offer better water than he and his family enjoyed? Jesus told her, Drink this water and your thirst is quenched only for a moment. You must return to this well again and again. But the water I offer you is different. I offer water that quenches your thirst forever. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within you, giving life throughout eternity. You would never be thirsty again. Please, sir, she replied, get me this water, then I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to keep coming here to get water. Jesus replied, go and get your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. Jesus replied, technically you're telling the truth. But you have had five husbands and are currently living with a man you're not married to. Sir, it is obvious to me that you're a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you, Jews, insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship, while we Samaritans claim it here at Mount Gerizim, where our ancestors worshipped? Jesus told her, Woman, I tell you that neither is so. The time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain 
or in Jerusalem. Believe this, a new day is coming. In fact, it's already here. When the importance will not be placed on the time and place of worship, but on the faithful hearts of worshipers. You worship what you don't know, while we worship what we do know. For God's salvation is coming through the Jews. The Father is spirit, and he is seeking followers whose worship is sourced in truth and deeply spiritual as well. Regardless of whether you are in Jerusalem or on this mountain, if you do not seek the Father, then you do not worship. The woman replied, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When he comes, he'll explain everything to us. Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. Just then his disciples came back. They were shocked to find him talking to a woman, but none of them had the nerve to ask, what do you want with her or why are you talking to her? The woman went back to the town, leaving her water pot behind. She stopped men and women on the streets and told them about what had happened. And because of her testimony, the village of Sychar was transformed. Many Samaritans heard and believed. They approached Jesus and repeatedly invited him to stay with them. So he lingered there for two days on their account. And as he spoke to them, many more came to believe. They began their faith journey because of the testimony of the woman at the well. But when they heard for themselves, they were convinced that Jesus was God's anointed, the Savior sent to rescue the entire world. God of living water, you call us to come and drink. So why do we sit here and complain that there is not enough water? You call us to strike the rocks of our world and let your living water flow. But we do not trust enough that the spring is there. We want to find the water on our own, using our own wisdom. You call us to share the water of life with the world around us. But we believe that the water is limited, not abundant, and so we're tempted to save it all for ourselves. For all the times we turn away from your water, for all the times we sully the water by misusing it, for all the times we let others go thirsty instead of offering them a drink. Forgive us, we pray. I invite you to sit in a comfortable position, being aware of your breath and any tension that you're holding in your body. Once again, remembering that the Holy Spirit is with you. Thinking back on your day, recall one or two blessings that you've received today. We've all had our water service interrupted, whether it be from a broken pipe, or the city doing work down the street, or a well has dried up. How instinctively we go to turn on the water to have nothing come out or to go to wash the dishes and realize that we can't. How much do we appreciate going to the pool on a hot day or turning on the sprinkler for kids to run through, grabbing the hose to keep our flower and our gardens green, 
showering after working outside in the heat. Even something as simple as putting ice in our drinks. So today, take time to give thanks for the many ways that we use water. How it is a blessing for us. Pray for those who are experiencing drought. Pray for those whose lives have been upended by floods and hurricanes. Give thanks for the living water that will quench our thirst forever. Let us pray. A drop of water, insignificant in isolation, when dropped in a pool, the ripples move out into infinity. The water is changed by one drop of water. A drop is falling now into the pool of our spirit. The water begins to ripple. Holy God, as we consider the magnitude of a drop of water to touch and change the pool, may we hear the power of your touch in our lives, the potential for our lives to touch others. Amen. The opening prayer today was written by Tim Graves. The scripture adaptation was taken from the Voice Bible. The intercessions were written by Reverend Gord and posted on worship offerings. The closing prayer was written by Catherine Hawker and posted on liturgies outside. All resources were found on the website, ReWorship. Have a blessed week.